mill. He's a goober. Chuck Norris is a goober, man. And look, I'm not trying to take anything away from his badass and like, but he's a fucking goob. I'd rather hang out with Steven Seagal, and Steven Seagal is abhorrent. (laughs) You know what I mean? Jerk practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Oh man, we are, we'll just start her off. Welcome to Jerk Practice Podcast, I'm Case. I'm Hans. Got a hot one this morning. We do. Let me let me start you off with some heat. I'm going to give you a, a choice. All right? Okay. Right off the jump. Yeah. Do you want some poetry by a Vietnam vet that I got in the subway 13 years ago? A poem. A poem. Or do you... I actually... This is interesting because we were just talking about... I actually found... We thought James Buchanan had burned all of his writings. Documents. Right. Documents. Yeah. But it's I like went Tehran a little deep. In seventy nine, I went Library of Congress, and I did find a little snippet from old JB. Did I got a, both. A, a, You'll get both. But if a you want some lover, hot. steal it from him because he mm. knew one day. The only thing I know about Buchanan is he's gonna burn the papers. He was like he had a lifelong partner who was like in Congress, but like stayed in the like Rose Room and. His name, and it was like a three-part names. It was his. He's like a guy who was wildly influential in the like makeup of our country, but you don't know yeah. him. His name was like Carlton Hobbins Husk. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Save that. Put that in the book. Yeah. Carlton Hobbins Husk. <laughs> oh God, he's the reason we had slavery for an extra. 50 years no that's the shit like i like to drive by i'd like to when i drive by and see a name and usually there's actually like the term plantation under it and like so i drove by it was like like reginald pickney's plantation park and i was like i wonder who reginald Mm -hmm. pickney is and it's like sure he was a senator for 98 years (laughs) you know it's like he you know he was responsible for the seventh amendment in the constitution which said you know you know give the poor no shoes take the shoes from the poor it's like insane save that leather we're gonna need that leather yeah for our fancy soirees yeah what what would they call that a tax on a leather tax leather tax oh that's that's gonna start you some some hillbilly riots there fuck yeah you heard of the whiskey rebellion this is the leather uh, the lethal leather charge. The lethal. Oh man, because a there's so much. There's so many levels to it. Because you got your your hard bitten cattle barons. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. they're on one side. Just your normal. Yeah. Don't don't take my cows. But not. It's part of the loophole. I own your cow now, and most of the meat. Well, what's interesting is you could break down, and don't 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 forget. You got to make a choice. You could break down. I mean, I don't think this is a stretch. How vastly important the, I'm going to say the invention or the discovery of the process of tanning and leather is to probably human survival, quite frankly, species survival. Um, And then even leading up into that, like even at that time, let's go a little later. Let's talk the quote unquote Old West, Mm -hmm. the dime store novel Old West, like. If you didn't have proper leather, you know, 
everything. Leggings? You were going to die in the desert because it would get too cold or you'd get bit by a, you know, a varmint. Right. You'd get ripped. Your legs would be ripped apart Mm -hmm. because you're on the back of an animal that moves at 35 miles an hour and is built to, like, tromp through rough terrain. So So just bare legging it? Yeah. So go up to a few. Go up to a guys that are doing a cattle run and be like, oh, guys, before you go, um, when you stop at old Grimius's, you know, uh, (laughs) a general store, just know it's an extra 10 cents per yard of cowhide. Yard of leather. They will burn (laughs) that down. (laughs) I don't know. Do you get a spool of leather? I don't know how it works. No, but I never thought about it, but it's like that sort of... uh, innovation the discovery of that is the difference between like you can put it on the sole of your foot right you can walk an extra 50 yards right you can that's the difference between eating and not eating it's the difference between literally venturing out from your two mile radius right you know what is there's no there's no stones no rough stones you know what i got i got it leather is the gasoline of the 19th century there you go. And they're taxing our gas. Or even earlier, probably. Oh, 18th sure. century. Oh, yeah, well, leather's the real, like, yeah, leather. I mean, I've leather, seen 300. Leather Those is guys the, is nothing but leather. Yeah, leather, well, and nothing. <laughs> grease. Nothing but leather and grease. Because <laughs> think, like, before that, what would it be? It would be like, hey, Hansi, you gotta, sorry, you're you're my hair maven. So you have to grow your hair as long as it can be for the entirety of your life, because I need to cut it. Weave it into a vest, Belt, yeah, so I can go fight the guy in the next cave. That take is... his long-haired hair maven, so I can be the hair baron of five BC. So, I guess yeah, hair would have been a come. Oh, hair shirts! Remember those monks that wore yeah. hair shirts because they were so self-loathing. What's it called when you're, um, it, oh, immortal it... sin or whatever? Like you just can never oh, be forgiven. Right. So you're like, it's your well, scarlet letter, right? Like I looked at my dump in the toilet. That's a sin. <laughs> I looked wigs. at <laughs> just a bunch of wigs. Does this count? <laughs> no, you don't get a curly rainbow wig. That doesn't work. You don't get soft beetle hair. That's when you get a fucking javelin in the face, <laughs> right? It's like this fucking old Hansi wig man over here. Uh, leather is the gasoline. Um, no, it's funny that I, it's that simple. Oh, it's I knew that. Yeah. Like, well. There were actual wars, deaths, like battles over who, and inv- I don't know if you heard about this, but who owned the rights to barbed wire? Like barbed mm-hmm. wire oh, was yeah. a wildly pivotal, and this was 19th century, 1800s. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. when they invented barbed wire, and also barbed wire is responsible for probably half of the deaths in World War One. Like just well, all those fucking like- spools of barbed wire in no man's land. Ugh. Where it's just like, no, oh, uh, he's caught in the wire. Climb over him. Right. Like they send the rube first because they're like, Ooh, that shit, shit is brambly. <laughs> send sharp. the guy from South Dakota. I'm like, right. wait, just wait. Stepping wait. on his backs. Yeah, stepping on backs of Dakotans. <laughs> just hopping over. It's like a video game for them. His long hair. His hair. My hair gets all caught up in oh, it. Oh, yeah. Isn't that crazy, though, to think about? Like, I got to jump over this cliff. Bullets are yeah. raining down on me, and you know once you get stuck, you're, you're that's, that's it. it. You're over. That's it. But maybe, and I don't know what their barbed wire is like. It was probably 
extra, fucking as fish, the kids fish, say. Fish hooks. So it was probably just fucking gotcha. Made out of poison. Oh, oh yeah. It's like uh, I sent you a, a comic. Is an old Warren Ellis comic called Creasy or something, and it's about like uh like the War of the Roses or something. And the guys, oh, the knights, yeah. they used to dip their the fucking latrine, the their fucking their swords in the latrine. So like, the, and by the way, this is the scariest thing to me. Not scariest, but like that. I was just like, wow, humanity. Like when they used to oh, have God, like yeah. battles like that, and they had broadswords. And you listening out there might be picturing a broadsword like you saw in um, Braveheart. No, well, Braveheart is like a broadsword weighed 90 pounds and it came up to your fucking chest and you literally heaved it more like a sledgehammer and they weren't fucking razor sharp. So when I saw an old documentary about those battles... A guy's like, this is a legitimate broadsword, and there was a side of beef hanging, and he just went, yeah! and it just split the beef like down, but it didn't cut through it smooth. It right. just yeah, hacked not... it, hacked it open because of the Cause weight. How long? Like you're, we're going back to War of the Roses time. Yeah. If you were to in in your idea, you'd be like, it's a sword. It's got to be sharp, mm-hmm. right? Right. If you have this ninety pound broadsword, it take you like a week to get it sharp. Absolutely. You just want a heavy thing with a blunt edge. And you don't want to, f- like, fall on it or, like, you know, you got to pick that shit <laughs> try, up. Try to put it back in the sheath and you just you cut your own leg off. Of That's the thing, too. Like, <laughs> not, well, I guess all the guys were pretty big, but I'd have to two-hand my broadsword. So I'd have to put one hand on the dull blade and lift it kind of like a pendulum. You know? Right. And that's the thing. It's just a, a pointy hammer. Yeah. Um, and it was dipped in their shit. So even when you got a nick, like germs were worse than a big old clean gash, really. That's what's so fascinating to me. Even back then, they were like, oop, got you. Ooh, just got you with the hilt. Right. Ooh, bloody nose. Whoa, it stinks. No. <laughs> that's it. No, I'm going to. And that's the thing. They didn't away. know that it was germs. So they just thought it was demons, you know what I mean? Like, sure, right. dip it in we, that demon juice. I know exactly. We expelled, this is evil, because we expelled oh, yeah, it the humors, from us. right? Yeah. So dip it into the pure evil. Smell it. Ooh, it doesn't, that doesn't smell good. Must be evil. Fucking Casey. <laughs> I know we're going to get to, speaking of dipping, I'll go Buchanan for you. But before okay, that, yeah. I heard the best story. Here's Wrestling Cast Snippet of an old wrestler that trained um oh fuck i forget it it's the guy who is a wrestler who was like hogan's main heel for a while but he slapped john stossel who was interviewing oh him who God, said because he Holy wouldn't crap. drop kayfabe and so john stossel's like what do you say about people that say wrestling's fake and he went yeah and like just slapped him and like vince mcmahon had to fire him because it just brought too much heat down on wrestling this guy's a fucking real deal wrestler. He's like Jim Cornette. Eats, yeah, breathes, yeah, yeah. sleeps it. His it's passion like, is um, contagious. Um, but this guy talked about... Damn, what was his uh, name? Because uh, rest- was that one... There was episode... In, it was Dark Side of the Ring. It yes, was like that's the what third I saw. episode. Um, long, beautiful, curly, blonde hair. God damn it, what's his name? Um, well, he talks about one of the old Georgian wrestlers that trained him. And I was yeah. just like, this guy... What he used to do is, ta- before he went into the ring, he would take a dump 
and take his <laughs> dump and put it under his armpits. And the first thing he would do oh, is get his man. opponent in a headlock and be like, oh, and give you now this. you know who you're messing with. And I was like, oh my God. This is the War of the Roses. He's giving me the old Rosie. Yeah, that's what they called it, the Rosie. I wish I could think of that guy's name. Kind of looked like Kurt Henning, Henning, Henning a little bit. Henning, excuse me. We'll find it. We'll find it for you. But in the meantime, this guy likes to wrestle. Old James Buchanan, Library of Congress. JB. Document not shredded. Singed? How singed was the e- were the edges? Wine stains, dribble, <laughs> unidentified. It's like that, that Ben Affleck Argo. Like, a bunch of Iranian women had to cobble together these messages James Buchanan that didn't want anyone to see. But you know what would actually be on it? Little, like, imprints of dropped caviar... Minuet or Just whatever it's called, Minuet oh, or yeah, whatever, minuet, a little bit yeah. of that, little that uh, Buchanan, some, uh, uh, what is it, Madeira dips, <laughs> and then Ooh, a little lacy. A sweet, spicy wine, <laughs> right. dessert wine, no less. Absinthe gris, whatever that whale <laughs> fat is, that would be on Buchanan's. All right, I, I'll read it as I think James Buchanan probably read it in his mind so the title is pierced there's a little note on the side that says franklin pierce fan fiction he's the founding father of fan fiction by by jb james buchanan the things you learn every week i mean bring a little something that's why he shouldn't have burned all his other documents because the things we could have learned especially based on this he sat in his office forlorn turning his gaze to the statues of the greats that came before him. As he examined a bust of Monroe, the rigid nature of the sculpture got him hot under the starched collar. (laughs) He felt his skin goose up into his sweat-saturated curls laying gingerly upon his creamy white neck. (laughs) Franklin Pierce had come to the White House under a cloud of disaster and pain, but the new president was soon realizing that tragedy made him horny, and the (laughs) ever- And the ed- oh no! <laughs> and the ever-present vision of the neck hole on his beheaded son reminded him of wet, dripping holes. He, lo- <laughs> he, he lo- does not <laughs> hold back. No, this man is Buchanan. Woo, truth! You're just looking into his brain. Oh yeah, he's he's open. Speaking of, he <laughs> looked upon the heavy velvet. Cur- <laughs> he looked upon the heavy velvet curtains in the Oval Office and he imagined wrapping up a body in them and smelling its early decay, which was odorous like non-bathed sex. He was lost in his own fantasies as his lifelong partner and confidant, Nathaniel Hawthorne, entered. Good evening, Frankie, Hawthorne said with his rich, deep voice. Noticing that Pierce was lost in thought, he walked over and caressed his chin toward him and gazed into his black eyes. Where are you right now? Pierce blinked away his lust and responded, Oh, nowhere. Just inside my horny nightmare. (laughs) I need 12 songs to follow the title of that album. My Horny Nightmare. (laughs) Hawthorne ran his finger down Pierce's crisp, laced blouse. Well, why don't we turn it into a dream? Did you say cream? Do you want me to? <laughs> oh, and then that that's where it stops. And then Buchanan oh. just has 
note to self, burn this prior to my heart attack. So I don't <laughs> <laughs> He knew he could feel it. He, he probably the tingle after he wrote it. He thought it was ooh, the horniness is imbuing my right shoulder. Yeah, so I mean that Buchanan <laughs> Cannon. It's Buchanan's Can. cannon. That Buchanan cannot do any wrong. Yeah. I mean he's horny for <laughs> he's horny for the, the masters, man. He's fiercey for Piercy, as they say. <laughs> Anyways, we got that out. Now, everybody cool off out there in podcast land. Fan yourself. Fan yourself off. Take a look at Buchanan and his tight, high, highest collar you've ever seen on a guy. He's the rosiest (laughs) face. There's the blush on that guy. His collar was so, like, starched and stiff and high. It's like those neck rings that the women wear in certain cultures in Africa. I don't know if they oh, still do it anymore. The they stretch the neck. That's the presidential neck stretch. The higher the collar. compensate that starch. It's so stiff. What a rigid individual. Yeah, he There's had no to... way. I mean, that I sent you that picture, and it I, obviously it's a painting. So of it, course. Uh, but he looks like he should be getting serenaded by like Rudolph Valentino. Like, oh, he yeah. looks like a a silent movie maven. So his with a but, little like quaff. So I think a ranking should come out or a book should come out ranked coffee table book mm-hmm. not presidents rating their accomplishments the most fun white houses. Jackson's Ooh. a blast. Obviously let's cool. take into account all the awful things, because every present's awful. Jackson's, fun as hell. Buchanan's, I'd have him in top five. I'm talking parties, and he reminds me of, like, one of the scenes in, like, um, Hannibal, where Hannibal's, like, giving that guy all those poppers and then convinces him to cut his own face off. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Lincoln's... Too depressing. Yeah. The worst. Too somber. Too Ruthie, much work to Ruthie B. Hayes. He was a, um, a temperance guy. He didn't drink. He didn't allow alcohol in the fucking White House. He you seemed know, like he's probably like a temperature guy. Like the classic dad with the thermostat. But oh, he's yes. With the furnace. Mm-hmm. It's a one log. So it's always cold and damp. And if you will, a real whoosh, par- pardon <laughs> the parlance. They call his wife Lemonade Lucy. She made sure there was no fucking liquor in anybody's boots coming in. It's like that scene in, uh, uh, uh not Hoffa, the last Scorsese movie. Uh, oh, where they filled the watermelon with vodka and just oh, eat yeah, watermelon yeah, yeah. so they can get their buzz on. Uh, let's see. So we got one bad white house. You checking that leather on those boots? Oh. Those boots smell like whiskey. And all these guys are just like. <laughs> sucking the whiskey out of their shoelaces. No, no, no. I'll have another lemonade. <laughs> Dipping their shoelaces in the. No, this has to stir it, ma'am. <laughs> the tongue of those boots. Oh, is God. Just... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Kennedy's when Kennedy was out for himself. That's no fun. He's not giving you. That's. I agree with you. He was fun to be at a party for mm. a while. But you know he doesn't throw no home games for him. No, he doesn't throw a party. He comes to your party. Another top five, Warren G. Harding. Maybe one. Maybe number one. I debate. You know we debatable. have a soft spot for W G H. And he didn't. And that's even a sweeter spot because 
he didn't like because obviously Jefferson's up there because it's enlightening and yeah. all the dinner conversations interesting. But he's you're being served by slaves and everything. At least with Harding, basically, he he right. probably you know he upset the staff too much. He didn't even have yeah. staff. Roaring twenties, man. Mm. He's right before the fall. He is, but you know you know who really. Uh, presided over the rolling 20s is what's interesting is the juxtaposition is the blandest president we may have ever had who had a you know how bland a president is their summer white house is in uh uh pure spearfish you know <laughs> which is true calvin street. coolidge calvin coolidge summered in the dakotas oh, see it's it's cool in his name and he's just like he i'd rather live in a hut was remember the famous thing with coolidge is he was so quiet, and he was at a dinner, and the woman sitting next to him, it was some, like, busty poly. She was probably a granddaughter of Husk, you know? And yeah. she was like, now, Mr. President, I guarantee you I'll get you to say more than one word, or more than two words this, more than three words this meal. And he just looked at her and said, you lose. <laughs> oh, badass. He's a badass. Weak stock, too. Have- his son died from a blister on his toe playing tennis. Blood poisoning. Oof. He got a blister? You got a tennis blister death? Yeah. 100%. Died in the fucking... Was, during the was term. That, was the racket dipped in the latrine, though? We don't know that. <laughs> his socks, yeah. He washed his socks in <laughs> uh, the Potomac. <laughs> Do you think there'll ever be a president like Kelvin Coo- Like that type of like, oh, he's just so quiet. Doesn't say anything doesn't do anything i feel like back then you could get away with the absence of sure oh because you just getting the job done because everybody right. that's why it could happen because everybody else was like fucking good keep because it's it keep the good times rolling it just so happened that the country the president it's true however much trump or the most recent president's um, like to align themselves or disalign themselves with the stock market. Yeah, the two really don't coinc. They don't affect each other as much as people like to no. think. So the twenties, especially, was just fucking riding the wave of the financiers. So the president can go fuck himself. Nobody cared. They didn't give him a second thought because they're having fun. And then as soon as it drops, anything. Hubert the Turd Hoover got Hoover. Movie. Yeah, Buchanan yeah. write a story about him <laughs> and so like then all of a sudden you know they don't have all these distractions just like we you know what i think i'm surprised if we were to ever have had a bland president it should have been uh maybe it would have happened if trump had two terms because it's cyclical yeah. right we go with one and then go with the other so like after all I the guess- fucking madness with trump joe biden ain't so spicy yeah that's the, yeah the milky side yeah, that that is maybe as milky as you can get. Probably right, old guy. Runs his mouth, but that's the thing. He he, he talks too much weird shit. Well, he's like, a, and he just showed up. Uh huh. Anyways, goodbye. I guess. You know who Bush, I? You know Bush who I? Won. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know who I think is pretty um, bland, and I think people. Um, uh, it's actually like some type of weird bias and like some kind of deep set of like racist like trope is I think Kamala Harris is an extremely bland politician. Mm, yeah, yeah, people true. are like, Agreed. she's a black woman and she's 
feisty. I'm like, why why are you putting that onto her? On She's her. like fucking rolls. She votes with the line like every fucking time. She was putting people a fucking away for, you know, small drug offenses and shit. So, yeah. Um so I think if she's president, I would imagine she's yeah, a very, very kind of, we're, boring We could president. possibly have a back-to-back blandy. And not that, that I need. And her blandness is not does not take away from like the awesomeness of having diversity and power. You can sure, be diverse and bland as shit. In fact, yeah, I would rather. Maybe that's it. Yeah, I mean, come on. I you may and maybe you know what maybe she, the vice presidency we've seen Veep I think there yeah. is especially with consultants there is so much truth in the boot on the vice president's neck that oh, of yeah. course she's bland because she's like I can't fucking do anything he's sending you're sending me to Hamburg to talk about you know Belarus like what the fuck am I doing here you know it's like yeah I don't need I don't want to be there I don't want to do it. I wanted the other job. We all know it because I attacked yeah. the guy who has it. Um, when did Blan- they switch when it wasn't? Because um, that was in the, Aaron Burr. the first 10 was when we had your opponent is your. Aaron your Burr was mate. the last. AB was that was it? So you had Jackson was a, came in second. Um, we're with mm-hmm. Washington. And yep. oh, not Jackson. I'm um, sorry. Adams. Adams. Yeah. And then Jefferson came in uh jefferson adams how does that work adams won and jefferson was second yeah because that was when they started the 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 media push like that's when the schism in the papers there was the so did adams serve two terms no i think he did one okay so then jefferson came in second and then when jefferson ran again burr came in second and then when Jefferson Jefferson just stopped it when he ran again, yeah, because it was Monroe was Monroe right? That yeah. was Jefferson's vice president, possibly. But he no no no. But I I believe he had a different vice. Pre- oh, that's a good question. I'm getting confused because it should have been Aaron. So it didn't Burr. last as long as I thought. I don't think it did because Aaron no, Burr I don't shot think it did. Alexander <laughs> shot yes. old Hamilton. He shot Hamilton, and not only that, he had secret dealings with Mexico to sell parts of the country to them. Parts of the Louisiana Purchase, and they're like, hey, hey, that's dream, treason. Bro. And then he fucking, this is, I have, I should have put it in here. Uh, I have, a, like, kind of the, the, and it's actually very good, which isn't a surprise because it's Gore Vidal. He wrote, one of his famous novels is Burr, and it's a novel. Oh, Basically right. historical fiction, but Aaron Burr, after they busted him for, like, treason, he was eventually mm-hmm. uh, exonerated, but, like, or not exonerated, just found not guilty because he's of affluence he just went and fucking lived in the woods he died in like like the west virginia mountains in apple like yeah just living like he's the og davy crockett then and his fucking daughter theodosia she just disappeared like a ghost ship did you ever hear that story no she just went like down a ship down like the delaware or down the missouri or something and they never found the boat again and like that consumed Her father, where, like, he, like, was convinced, like, she was taken by spirits and that she was a spirit, much like, uh, uh, I was just gonna say, it's like a fairy tale, ghost ship. Yeah, it just disappeared, never to be seen again, or, you know. That's fascinating. Yeah, Burr is a very, 
Like he Burr's White House would have been fucking crazy. Let that guy <laughs> in the door. Yeah. Don't stop with him. Let let's yeah. keep this train rolling. Yeah, I can't think of any other really I hate to say it, but at least Reagan you'd have a few good conversations. You'd have some Hollywood yeah. stories. But he was oh, a fucking sure. turd. He's a turd. Oh, you FDR, know what? FDR, FD, you think FDR, I, I oh, bet he likes there games. There it is, yeah. But early he FDR. likes games too much. So you're like, I gotta fucking lose the Monopoly to FDR again. Teddy Roosevelt was a bully, you know. I hear McKinley was a fun guy. He's a big, he tough stakes guy from the Ohio. size of his head, yeah. Um, <laughs> Just a toe-headed, he's like a retired football player. Well, that's what I was going to say, Jerry Ford. Just nice to be around. I'm sure he's got a few stories, but he's just going to facilitate the festivities. Uh, McKinley's interesting because he never fucking took step off of his front porch. It was called the porch rally or something. Like, he's the first guy, like, campaigning had become a thing, and he was just like, no, 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 no. He just fucking sat on his porch in a rocking chair, and people would come drive by him, and he'd go, yeah, vote for me. <laughs> fucking won. <laughs> it worked. It worked. Oh, who is he? Solid running? gimmick, man. Yeah. Solid gimmick. Yeah. Shot in the gut. Uh, Shot in the gut. Yeah, that's interesting. So, old Buchanan would be fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, he'd be. It'd be just a devious, hooting, rooting, and tooting. Grant oh, yeah. only on the you know the occasional. A, you got off you're the wearing wagon. a mask because you don't know. What room you're going to walk yes. into and what you're going to see. And you don't, I don't want James to know that I saw what I saw in that room. So I have my cherub mask on and I who is I'll take the, my Madeira the, and go. Is it, who's the guy in Preacher? Is it the Marquis de Sade or? Oh, the one that parks the bikes in everyone's butt? Yeah. He like just the what total the sexual deviant. Forgot about it. I think it was Sade. I think they just like shortened it and it was like sod or something sod, or mar- the marquee um yeah ribaldry they call it just opulence was that libertine what what else is happening you're you're talking heat we're talking heat we just uh asked the, <laughs> well, you heard part of what ash said it was she hadn't had a chance to respond to you because unfortunately one of her friends is in town because her father has passed. Oh, no. I'm sorry to hear that. But he was in the hospital for a while. So we, like a week and a half ago, were like, hey, if you're in town, you our house is your house. Come stay. Nice. So we had, you know, cleaned and organized and just never came to pass. And we're like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. We, we did our we did our good deed and uh, we have a clean house. So then we slowly let it fall uh, into yeah decrepit decrepitude fall into a hard normal White house n- normal resting you know we have a kid house of course yeah. and then we got a message today and she was like hey i'm gonna come over but can we invite our other friends oh man amazing <laughs> so it's like that's what i was saying it was basic ash was she got a phone call picked it up and i went oh that's important yeah and then she went uh they're gonna be here at three o'clock and i was like nice. who's going to be here at three o'clock and they're like a lot of people and their children. So it's like, oh, good, a party. Mm. So we're just frantically cleaning. Drop like, that tablet you know, in that toilet bowl. It's just, you know, it's like a scene in a in a drug movie. Right. The oh. DA kicks in the door. Like, I'm in a in a bandana and a bra. You put. Like, feverishly <laughs> trying to flush Harvey's to- toys down the toilet. I was just going to say, you put Ashley's gun in your panties. <laughs> yeah, All the good exactly. fellas. <laughs> it's just that moment of like. 
It wasn't expecting company, mm. and now I have aggressive company, and they're right here. So it was fine. So it was just this frantic, and it was yeah. at 11 o'clock, and I was like, well, I got 60 minutes before Hans calls, so yeah. just get the old snow shovel, shovel out. out. Yeah. Hey, you know what? go in one place. And you feel better for it. Nothing yeah. beats, like I said, we've been just, hence the... Vietnam veteran you you will all hear later. We're slowly yeah. but surely kind of just cleaning things out and kind of giving one last kiss to, like, for example, all Casey, real quick, I'm going to have to post this. Make sure I do it. I know you know what this is. So I found a folder and you said it last week and I was like, yeah, Casey's right. You said, because I was, we were looking at that crazy coaster and you're like, that's why mm-hmm. I put things away because I know what I like. And that I know when I put something far, far away, it's happened to me enough that down the road, I'm extending your, I'm, I'm doing an extensive mm-hmm. paraphrase, down the road, I will find it again and get an equal amount of joy out of it, right? And you're absolutely right. right. Yeah, yeah. I found a fucking folder from art class in um, high school. Yeah. And it's not like my personal stuff, but it's like clippings I would save to make collages, mm-hmm. much like Mitchell. Uh, Mitch, excuse me. And I was like, wow. But what's amazing, Case, is how much, like, just how my brain worked. Because, Casey, the second I saw any of these images, mm-hmm. I nothing was new to me. Like, you would think I would have been like, like, one was a monkey, like, breastfeeding. And as soon as I right. saw it, like, I could literally see the magazine it came out of. Sure. Why totally I chose called. to cut it out. And what project it was going to be for. Anyways, folks, for you listening, Casey will describe what I'm about to show him. <laughs> it's the greatest thing in the world because this photo is from before Photoshop was extended out in the wild. It is what looks like Jonathan, young Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Right. It's his face. On Jean-Claude Van Damme's body with little tiny uh, jean shorts, slip-on white shoes, and a fucking samurai sword. So it is the muscliest 12-year-old kid with a sword I've ever seen. And so that is the story it was about, is is bodybuilding for, like, this kid's like 12, dangerous for their bones. And then... Probably, I mean, yeah. just wait, y'all are going to have a treat. This isn't so, something yeah. I don't think, like, I can't say, like, oh, go to this website. This is going to be a JP original, even though it's mm-hmm. not our original picture, because this shit's been cut out of a magazine 25 years ago. And now and it's it, outlawed, so when you guys see it, the, the Look at the high cut. The thing about this, Casey, is this is probably Chris Jericho. You know what I mean? Pro- no, it probably <laughs> went on to... He makes all of the direct-to-video kung fu movies that I watch. Oh, look at the brand on the shoe. What... Is this kid fighting in Ukraine right now? <laughs> the brand yeah. of the shoe is Auto Mix with an umlaut over the O. Uh-huh. This guy is in fucking... He has a reverse mohawk. Yes. Handlebar mustache, possibly braided, still has that sword. Dipping it into a latrine, watch out Russian soldiers, because he's coming for you. yeah. That sword's on fire right now. It's on fire, and he's aiming for your junk, because he wants there never to be another Russian again. 
Oh, that is such a... Anyways, so... I will scan that in for you all, folks, for eternity, and then she's going... We'll make it the flyer for that. Oh, yeah! Oh, that's great! Yeah, perfect. Done. So easy. Um, okay. Uh, alright, so you have, you have guests coming, so we're hooting and rooting and tooting. The floor is Uh, yours. So, the floor is my... I feel like that picture is a perfect transition to a quiz. Ooh, I'm in. This is a quiz. This is me and you, head to head. Ash made this quiz for us. Are you going in blind? I'm blind too. This is me. Nice. There's a quiz master. Ash is the quiz master. So it'll be like the Oscars. Hashtag question. We'll get. I need a need a piece of paper and a pen. I got it. Probably. I got it. Perfect. Perfect. Um. So basically the. The impetus for the quiz was we were, Ash and I were just hanging out one morning having coffee and we were both reading the news and she just started busting out laughing because this is after we got your amazing box full of all the goodies mm-hmm. and one of the crown jewels in there was that VHS cop- copy of Captain Ron. Classic. Um, so Ash and I just talked for like a half an hour about how much we love Captain Ron and when was the first time we saw Captain Ron. Total Recall. Uh, so we had Kurt Russell on the brain. So mm-hmm. she's on her oh, phone and she's reading okay. like a um, BuzzFeed article about movies. And she just starts laughing. She's like, you have to read this. So she hands it to me. And it's about a little like BuzzFeedy thing. And it's about the yep. movie The Thing, which we both oh, okay. love immensely, starring Kurt Russell and Wilford Brimley. Mm-hmm. So I, I read it quick. And I was like, uh-huh. They just BuzzFeed just described the thing and she's like no 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 like look so i re-looked at it again <laughs> and they they described the movie the thing just like you would see it except instead of crediting kurt russell they say chuck norris whoa <laughs> right? so we wow. both just went uh, and immediately every kurt russell movie now became a chuck norris movie sure and vice versa and it just giggles giggles for days no editing So that's on the, the impetus for the quiz. Okay. That's what I thought, too. I was like, come on. Kurt Russell, Chuck Norris. You can't catch that? That just goes to... Grand Canyon of talent difference between them both. I love them both, but... And I guarantee you the person the writing other. the article doesn't even know no. who either of them are. Them are. Yeah. No, exactly. Oh, you... It's an easy enough image to Google, so... The quiz They're like, is... we're worried about climate change. I don't give a shit about Chuck <laughs> Norris, you Kurt fucking Russell. assholes. What have you done to us? I Stop with priorities. the plastic! <laughs> you bought too many VHSs! <laughs> You're part of the problem! Alright, so okay. the quiz is going to be... Uh, we ha- we're going to have three options. Mm-hmm. The quotes, it's going to be a... Is it a quote from Kurt Russell? Okay. Is it a quote from Chuck Norris? Okay. Or is it a real life quote from Alec Baldwin? Oh, okay. Russell, Norris, or Baldwin. Yeah. So How'd Baldwin get in the mix? Uh, we were actually watching a, a documentary, and just Alec Baldwin kept popping up, so she was just like, also, he says a lot of crazy Oh, things. not bad vegan. Bad vegan, yes. Yeah, okay. Indeed. I hate, I hate's a strong word. I have zero sympathy for her. Just want a heads up for anybody that watches Bad Vegan. I'm no, not sympathetic towards her whatsoever. The moment I heard 
that she wasn't paying her staff and sent an email that's like, if you can't not get paid for a while, maybe you should leave. I was like, I don't give a fuck if you spend the rest of your life yeah. in prison because your staff right. was loyal as fuck to you more than any restaurant I've ever worked at. Oh, yeah. Were I they loyal to you? people who worked there. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, no, and they were okay. like, it's a community. Anyway, so we had Alec, Alec Baldwin on the brain. Originally, Ash was like, she was going to do Russell, Norris, and Van Damme. Mm. But she's oh, like, Van Damme's you know. too boring. <laughs> she started right. doing it. It's like, it's, it's not fun. You're going to know all the Van Damme quotes. Cause sure, you know, of course. That makes sure. sense. Good so we got a quote from Kurt Russell in a movie, a quote from Chuck Norris in a movie. Okay. No, and, and she wanted me to say this is no Walker Texas Ranger. These are all they're films, films. all quality films. silver screens or Alec Baldwin in real life. Oh, or oh yeah, two movies or Baldwin real life. Oh yeah, okay. I yeah, all right. So I the rules are: I'll read the quote. Yep. And you and I have to decide whether it was Kurt Chuck in a movie or, like I said, Alec Baldwin in real life. We get mm. one point if we get who it is. Yep. We get one point if we know what movie it is from. Mm, got and it. And then we also get one point if we know the character's name. Okay, but so what about... Uh-huh, go ahead. Kurt Russell Jack as Jack Burton in uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Got Three it. Three points. What if it's an Alex Baldwin quote, though? Alec Al- Baldwin, we get two points for just knowing if it's Alec Baldwin. Okay. Uh, and we get a point if we know who... Or, yeah, we get two points if it was Alec Baldwin. May what about a point if we know the situation? It's, if we know what it's about, who it's towards. Okay, for example, yeah, I don't this get, is what it was. Right. Two points if it's Alec Baldwin said it, and if you guess if it was to his daughter or not. Right. Uh, yeah, that's what I figured. Okay. <laughs> so, those are the rules. That is I like the game. It. Well done. I like. It's already more extensive than any quiz I've done. All right. I, all is right, this so a wrestler or a, a dog? <laughs> dog. <laughs> That's actually That's pretty funny. <laughs> no in that. Or dog. Famous wrestler or famous dog? Uh, the dog from Frasier or... Uh... <laughs> Randy the Macho Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So here's the first quote. No one said this job was supposed to be easy. Okay. I. That's my thing. It's like... Kurt Russell's a, a working man mm-hmm. in movies, but Chuck Norris to me is always a a laborer. Okay. All right. I. No one said this job was supposed to be. Easy. No one Fuck. said this job was supposed to be easy. I am going to say that's Chuck Norris. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm going to say it's from. His most famous movie, and I'm getting it mixed up with American Eagle. Fuck. What was the big ones he did? Not Commando. Uh, it's like Invasion USA, Delta Force. Delta Force. It's Chuck For- Norris from Delta Force. Got Missing in Actions with the Vietnam ones. Delta Force. But his name uh, the in- Octagon, Return of the Dragon. Like that's those are those are my Oh, Return of the Dragon. Ooh, right? sidekicks. That's the one I was Jonathan Brandis, right? <laughs> Brandis, yeah. Kicked him right into a closet. Delta Force, but I don't know his name. Where Jim Carrey was waiting for him. So, oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's still waiting, waiting for Norris. <laughs> uh, okay, so you did all right. Chuck Norris, Not Delta to be Force, but I don't know his name. But I am going to say his name is Max. 
Just because. That's right. a good Norris name. I'm going to go Russell. I'm going to go Overboard. <sighs> and I don't remember what his name was. It's like... Uh, I, all I can hear is that like working man thing, oh, yeah. like that, mm, man, mm, man, man, and he's getting his tool belt out. It's like a uh, it's not or a Jack. John. Could be Jack, actually. He's always a Jack. Let's go, Jack. All right. And if it is, uh, all right. Here we go. Drum roll, please. Drum the roll. Academy says Kurt Russell, Hateful Eight oh. character John the Hangman Ruth. You were close with Jack. It's close, Jack. But those, those will, will, will. Those are just guesses. All right, so you got Russell. I get one point. You got a point. All right. Hateful Eight. Question she went with a quality. Hateful film. Eight. Don't I? Re- I remember going to it. I don't. I remember... Also, that guitar that he broke was a priceless heirloom. Oh, really? Yeah, they were supposed to the scene where you know she plays that song, the woman he's taking mm-hmm. to jail. And he smashes it, and it. They were supposed to replace it with a replica because that guitar is oh, from. Shit. It's like a folk guitar from like eighteen Django Reinhardt or something. Oh, okay. Oh like, yeah, right. Oh, it's like yeah. on loan from a, like a local museum, and Kurt Russell just smashed the shit out of it. That's why you don't he have guns on set. Mortified. I know because people are irresponsible. It, I was like, he's lucky. Quentin Tarantino's lucky he's Quentin Tarantino, because I think if it was anybody else, Kurt Russell probably would have murdered that director. Right. Yeah, exactly. Bed on something like that. Ugh. Ooh. <laughs> this, I don't oh, I have boy. no fucking clue. All right. This is question two. Quote number two. You answer or you get hit with a brick. Wow. You answer or you get hit <sighs> With a brick. I could see Baldwin saying this to someone in the street. I agree with you. I 100% agree with you. I think this but is I Baldwin, don't... but I don't think he's talking to his daughter. I think it's just a straight two-point Baldwin. It's meant to be is a he trick. screaming at a it's cab meant... driver? It's, yeah, it's meant to be a trick. Because I it's... feel like it's Norris, but I feel like it's too this easy. is a quizmaster pulling the strings on us. Uh, you, you water, you get hit by a brick? You answer, or you get hit with a brick. Okay, you know what? It's Baldwin, and yes, he is talking to his daughter. <laughs> please, please. I'll go with you. I'm going Baldwin. Should I say cabbie or daughter? It's up to you. It depends on how neck and neck you want to keep it. So you got I'm going to say... I'm going to put pedestrian. Okay. Someone in the street. Street non daughter, non daughter, non fan. Non. I hope it's Steven. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Threatening one of them lower Baldwin's. Hope it's Justin Bieber. <laughs> All right. All right. Here we go. Again, the quote: "You answer, you get hit with the brick." Who said it? Who said it? Alec Baldwin to his daughter. Boom. Hansi. Hey, three points. Oh, what a monster! Man, that puts what you above monster. me. I know what a gross. How about Bad Vegan, gross. where he got away with tweeting, uh, "The food is good at Pure Food and Wine, but the look, staring at the this woman is better." It's like, what the fuck, you lech. And Ugh. also, you're friends with this. Like when they showed how he connected with that guy on Twitter. I was like, I guess it's early Twitter, 
where oh. it's like, cool, I connect with my people, but I mean, Alec Baldwin, you've been in enough comedies, you know how to, you've met actual famous comedians, you fucking worked with them. He just liked the attention from some random guy. He was like, tell me what type of suit I should wear, Alec. Ugh. And he's like, how about pinstriped always, bro? But so is that the only connection? Because I was always we're talking about a Netflix documentary, Bad yeah, Vegan. Bad vegan. Uh, Allison, you and I were talking about it uh, before we recorded this podcast. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but uh, none of this is spoilers. But anyways, that's what we're referring to. Is that the only connection? Because I was waiting for them to reveal why Alec Baldwin she, and this douchebag are connected. The restaurant tour, the woman who owned and helped create this restaurant, famous raw vegan restaurant in New York, was called Pure Food and Wine. Her and her boyfriend or husband at the time, who was a chef, they were both trained chefs. Yeah, created this restaurant, had a falling out. Yes, while while this restaurant was blowing up and becoming a hot it spot, was great. In Manhattan, yeah, one of the regulars was Alec Baldwin. Yes, I knew that connection. And Ash and I both looked at each other. And we're like, wow, this woman's spending an inordinate amount of time talking about Alec Baldwin, big time. To the point where she the was one like, that got away. he came in, he was single, I was with someone, he he met his actual wife now, Hilaria, Hilaria at this yeah. restaurant. So there's all this weird Alec Baldwin things. Mm -hmm. And then I remember at the time that game Words with Friends. Oh, yeah. He I don't know why I knew that, but like it, Alec yeah. Baldwin was obsessed with it. Yeah, because he got in a fight on he an airplane about it. He got kicked off an airplane because he wouldn't shut his he phone off. He a prick. <sighs> Yeah. So anyways, this sh woman, the chef, meets another person through Words With Friends. Oh, yeah. And she's like, oh, I'll check him out. You know, I'll do my due diligence and look him up on the old Twitter. Uh -huh. And then she noticed, oh, he hasn't. He's just chipping and chomping with Alec Baldwin. They're making jokes, drawing each other cartoons. Oh, that's right. Words With Friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, this is Buchanan and Pierce. Recap, so that let's do that movie. That was it. So she but was I'm like, looking for the connection Alec between Baldwin. Alec Baldwin and the guy. Is it literally just an it's online? Twitter. It's just oh, Twitter. Fucking he just kept loose. adding Alec Baldwin, and they just had like these pithy non conversations do online. You, do you think there was something in there where Alec Baldwin then kind of saw somehow that he was friends with Sarma, so that kind of closed a loop, and they're like, "Well, he knows her." And she's like, well, he knows him. And so it kind of continued the conversation. I don't know. I don't uh, think he went any further than further that. Than he may that. have, like, online introduced them. But she specifically said, oh, I saw he has a connection with Alec. It's meant to be. I'll meet him. Right. Yeah. She's very. It's <laughs> and then meant she to meets be. him and she's like, wait, he's fat. She also had that with that. A hitman that now lives on the street. Oh yeah. Oh man. Hmm. He's like homeless Batman. These that, Rorschach. Yeah. These are real uh, Rorschach. Yes. I uh here's goes to show you my uh just loose mind. I just have no recollection of details. Like when people can tell them uh, I can remember those pictures I cut out, like of this Ukrainian boy in his <laughs> short shorts. But like I'm watching, I was like, oh pure food and wine. I was like, that's interesting. Like we know Candle 79 and these vegan... Meg's like, yeah, we ate there. We've eaten there. It's like, oh, yeah? She's like, yeah, we ate there a couple times. I was like, huh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, 
I remember pictures. I'm a picture man. Food? Nah, it's all the same. Too busy staring at Sarma. <laughs> I was like, I it like looks Baldwin's too in the corner playing that's, Scrabble. That's my dad brain. I was like, how much did we spend there? It looks wildly <laughs> expensive. That's all Ash and I talked about, too. It was like, ooh, the bill there had to be through the roof. This is here. Here's dad brain. My birthday was last week. Meg got me this badass sweatshirt from Amazon. It is an Eagle uh, Fang sweatshirt with the logo. Eagle Fang cool, from cool. Cobra Kai. I was like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Put it on. But it was one of those sweatshirts where it fit fine in the body, but the arms were a little short. All right. And I was yeah. like, oh, you know what? Like, it's awesome. I just keep it, but it's Amazon. So let's just return it for a different size. I can wait another week yeah. for it. This sure, is yeah. dad mind. Best birthday gift I ever got because... She went, like, let's return it for a different size. Went on Amazon, need to return this item. And they went, all right, your your return will be refunded to your account. No need to send the item back. I was like, happy birthday, birthday cheap dad. <laughs> happy that birthday, That one you can cut the sleeves cheap. off and have a short sleeve. That's what Jesse said. He ah, said exactly that. Yeah, dad man. Dad brain's at work. The mm-hmm. brain trust over here. Yep, he said I could have a Johnny Lawrence. And he's right. Just- it's uh, already done. I'm cutting as we speak. I uh, right. I got us off track, but I'm leading. That's We're fine. three to one You're right leading. now. You're, it's your three. Three to two, Hansi. Oh, easy. Three to, two, Hansi. three to one. Three to one. Hey, I got Baldwin. I got one. For oh, us, yeah. One three for to Baldwin. two. Three to two. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sneaking. Scorekeeper. We need a scorekeeper Getting in high. here. All right. Quote number three. <laughs> Lucky for me, this place is soundproof. The way nobody gets that way, nobody gets to hear me beating the truth out of you. Mm. I like the threat. It's a little mm. too verbose for Baldwin to be shouting at his child. If it he did shout it to his child, he should be in jail. Well, he did for say many he'd reasons. hit her with a brick. But I don't I'm see where it'd go, be soundproof. I'm gonna say. I'm going Norris. Yeah. And I'm going to say... This sounds Delta force to me. Mm. I'm going to go Delta Force 2. Beat the truth out of you. Name. Um, uh, I... Okay, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Guess. His name would be Morris. Oh, it's like that's Jordan, good. But different. Buck, Buck Morris? <laughs> Buck Morris. <laughs> I'm going to be, I'm going to go Russell, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, there's a few Russell movies that I just know enough to know there's no soundproof in it. And it just doesn't seem like a com- oh, one of his comedies to This could it. be like Tango and Cash or something. Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice pull. But I was thinking it would be more like a, oh, not a backdraft. Ooh, that's a, we watched that, rewatched that recently. All right, I got it. It's Russell, Bird uh-huh. on a Wire. Ooh, no, that's well, that was Mel Gibson. That was Mel Gibson. <laughs> before it. you commit, before you can, before you <laughs> that hit was the Mel buzzer. Gibson. It should have been a Bird <laughs> on a Wire, but that was his lady, right? Mm-hmm. That was Goldie. Fun movie, yeah. Uh, oh, all right, I got it. Uh, yeah. Um. No, she already did Tarantino. Ah, oh, fuck it. I'm gonna go with what you. Said, I'm just cuz, cuz I think it might be Norris, but I'm committed. I'm going Tango and Cash, and I don't remember who he was, if he was Tango or Cash. So I'm going to say he was, and don't tell he me. He seems like a Tango. 
Oh, you I don't, don't you yet. don't remember which one either? He was the fun loving one because Stallone uh, yeah. was the straight man in it. Cash. Well, I'll, 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 don't be messing with me. I'm going Russell, Tango, and Cash. Tango. Oh, I hope you're right. All right. Uh, I didn't pick a name for what did we say, Buck Morris. <laughs> Buck Morris. <laughs> My favorite direct-to-video <laughs> knockoff of Chuck Norris. Buck Morris, just the world push-up champion. Yeah, well, no, right. that's in Chuck Norris. Buck Morris, would he does the static arm hang. <laughs> Longest one ever. Just He can hang for days he's hanging. All right. The quote again was, "Lucky for me, this place is soundproof." The way nobody get that way nobody gets to hear me beating the truth out of you. Kurt Russell, fucking Tango in Cash, Gabriel Cash. Oh, he was Cash. I went you. Tango. Well, you get two points. Though. I wouldn't have went Tango in Cash without you, though. I gotta tell you that I wasn't. I wasn't going that. And I still am a little surprised. I guess they were cops, right? Or were they rogue? Were they yeah, getting out they of prison two, or something? They were partners. It was the Loose Cannon, which was, uh, as I recall, they're like drug cops. Russell. So it was Loose Cannon, Russell, and then the straight laced Stallone. All I can picture is that guy's chin. Had to do chin. with drugs. Oh, because yeah. Russell, the beginning, there's a tanker and they pull it over. And Stallone is like, what? We're wasting our time. The chief's on our ass. And Russell's going off half cocked. And he starts shooting his gun at the tanker, and everybody's like, "Oh, you're crazy!" And then cocaine the pours out, arcs of cocaine <laughs> flowing from these fake tanks. I love it. Yeah, well, I haven't seen a good drug tanker movie in a while. That's the best while, way to right? start a movie. God, kids these days—they don't know Chuck Norris, they don't know fucking Kurt Russell. They won't accept a movie where a big old steamboat comes with toots of heroin on it, and it's like, come on. I want to see you guys get shot over a dock. Exactly. And they get they go to jail for some reason and fight Out this character actor whose chin looks like my face with my Without, beard, but it's chin instead of beard. It's He's some, got the widest fucking chin you've ever seen. Broadest chin. And it really does look. Well, I'm not trying to. I'm definitely not shaming anybody for how they look, but you're like. That's he had plastic surgery, or that's a prosthetic. It's not because Sergeant Slaughter had the same chin, same chin. not quite it, as he, big. No, but it literally looks like, like you, it got pasted on. Yeah, it's he an looks insane, like a Dick Tracy villain. Yes, it's that. Like he protruding. just spent spent half the day working with Beatty on Trace, and then got to go finish Cash. I'm wondering if it's cartilage or something. Because it's no weirder than somebody that has a big old schnoz or something, like or right. big ears, just, just a big chin. It's just jiggly. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh, yeah. Oh, that is That's where gross. he hides the jewels he steals from the Federal Reserve. That's when Russell pops that chin with a pen and old oh, cocaine just, starts just, spewing out. <laughs> it's just full of the, whoo, that Bolivian gold. Oh. Uh, okay. All right. So, Hansi, you're up. Well, you got what? I got five to two. Five, uh, five to two. Yeah, five to two. That's me. I got, I got skunked on that last one. I'll take a half point for it. I was going to say, I'll go five, not two, taking and, it, two and a half. It, at least I knew the movie doesn't give me any points, but. I'll tell you what, if we come down to a tie break, or if we come down to one point to a tie break, I'll give you the point. I'll take it. For a tie break. All right. Here's the next one, number four. Walker Crawl 
we're going to make it. Okay. Well, all right. I don't see that. I don't see Baldwin in that. I think it's Chuck Norris from Sidekicks. From Sidekicks. And his name in Sidekicks is... Doesn't he play Chuck Norris? Or does he play a... a, Does he play Buck Morris? I thought there's Chuck Norris. He's like Chuck Norris's twin, and the kid wants to be Chuck Norris, but he winds up with him. Sidekicks is for someone who hasn't seen it. So we can try. I've seen it (laughs) as a new release, but I clearly it's a fever dream. It's a Buchanan, if you will. As I recall, Sidekicks stars Jonathan Brandis, the young mop-headed child actor. Yeah, before he was unceremoniously murdered by jim carrey yes uh he plays a young sort of daniel larusso-esque like misfit who yeah. wants to learn karate because he gets bullied to, like stand up to bullies and be mm-hmm. cool but he can't take the class or doesn't have the confidence so he like is crying into his hunk posters he's got karate <laughs> magazines dealt well Norris magazines specifically, Delta magazines, and and there's all these daydreams he has, where he sidekicks up with Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris, it's a figment of his imagination, right? Chuck Norris teaching him karate and how to become a man. But then doesn't he meet Buck Morris? And he's like, I want to meet Chuck Norris, but Buck Morris is like, (laughs) you don't need him, kid. He's a fake. I'm a cop. Let's go bust. (laughs) I feel Vinny like the Chin. As, <laughs> Vinny the Chin. He's got all that coke in his neck. Um, You're right. I think it is I, actually Chuck Norris. Because he gets excited. I think he mistakes the real Chuck Norris mm-hmm. for his figment. Right, for an And actor. then the Chuck Norris big times him because he's Chuck Norris from Hollywood. Yeah. And then he has to go fight the tournament. But then when he looks at the real Chuck Norris, he gets a wink. I'm really. Was it a- me? The whole was I sleeping in your closet, <laughs> waiting for you to wake up every morning so I could teach you karate? So Chuck Norris is actually like, de- like literally, uh, well, I don't know a term, mentally ill, because he's like, yes. I am those people. I Jonathan. am the voices in your head. That snap is pretty kick, kooky. Snap kick. So yeah, so it's either Buck Morris or Chuck Norris. You convinced me that his name is Chuck Norris. But I'm saying sidekicks, Chuck Norris sidekicks. as himself. I'm going Norris as well, but I'm going missing in action. Mm. It seems like something you tell to your, you're stuck in that scorpion you're hole. Stuck in this, like you're, yeah. We're crawling out of this jungle, so help me God. Yeah. And his name is Captain Daniel, Daniel Sharp. Oh, Sharp. I'll, I'll even give you just Sharp. I don't Sharp, see him Sharp. as a Daniel. Eh, yeah. I got Russo on the brain. All right. Walker Crawl, we're going to make it. Walker Crawl, we're going to make it. Chuck Norris, Missing in Action 3, James, Colonel James Braddock. That's pretty good with Daniel Sharp. Nice. I didn't hear a three behind yours, but I'm going to give it to I you. Didn't. I'm going to give it to you. I was going to say. You give gonna... me. You're goddamn All right. right. I'm going to give you. So I got a point for Norris. I get Brings one for six. getting it in the the trilogy of. Actions. Oh yeah, absolutely. You get Ooh, you Colonel, get two. That's pretty high rank. 
I mean, to be, Chuck I guess Norris. it's the third movie. So, well, here's the thing about Chuck Norris that when he's in the movies, he's always like this patriotic ninja. Yeah. Patriotic ninja. Patri- <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. But my favorite bunker. thing. So Chuck Norris has zero kayfabe. For those of you not None. listening, it's when a wrestler keeps his persona constantly. In fact, I was listening to a thing with a guy named Jim Cornette, who used to be on a tag team yep. uh, and then did a lot of promotion and worked for all this stuff. He talked about when he ran Tennessee Valley Wrestling, he would have spies go out and watch his wrestlers and they'd get fined if they dropped their kayfabe. That's Ooh, some commitment. That's some, yeah, so, yeah. The reason I know, so Steven Seagal basically keeps his kayfabe because he's insane yep, in his movies yep. and he's insane in real life. Chuck mm-hmm. Norris, I know he drops his kayfabe because there's nothing more. Brad Pitt did it in a documentary I saw worth the making of Fight Club where he was like training. And I was like, mm-hmm. Brad Pitt has Nike cross trainers on and like puffy white tennis socks and high like cottony shorts with a tank top tucked in like pastel is like it's got capri pants on. i was like what is this workout gear you know like i expect brad pitt training for fight club should have fucking you know leather no sh- yeah sure. leather fucking you know and be lifting fucking boulders or something and chuck norris i think the same thing an american flag fucking bandana fought bruce lee but all i can God picture sakes. is him selling that fucking creepy piece of exercise equipment Oh my god! And he's yes, got just high tank. running shorts. You can see his panties mm. under him. You know, it's just like you should be wearing your cowboy boots, you son of a bitch. So I don't. Oh, uh, you're right. I forgot about that. He went that Hollywood with equipment. his training. It was the it's one where you pull for yourself your up. Yeah. Oh Instant no! You're right. It, sore was on it the, the, the chin up thing for a no, door? You lay on a like a rack. You lay down. And as you pull your arms down, it lifts your body up, right? So you're using your own weight to do, like, flies. It was him and Christy Brinkley. And Christy Brinkley had more manly workout gear on. Not to gender shame, but he's a sissy. And if you're listening to me, Buck (laughs) Morris, I'm going to fucking kill you. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, no, actually, you can't. I know actual martial arts. He got his kayfabe from that meme. About yeah. Chuck Norris. Like, Chuck Norris doesn't do push-ups. It's just the earth moving. He's fucking lucky he as hell. He got too much Conan O'Brien lives. That me. Yeah. Know. That's why there's no Texas Rangers in here. Everybody Nash is like, fuck that shit. He's the Bob Saget of action stars, right? So, and yes. like we've already established, we love Bob Saget, but Bob Saget, you one could say, dirtied up his persona Mm -hmm. to kind of make himself feel clean of his clean image chuck norris uh like preyed on his own parody jumped on Mm -hmm. his own parody boat to clean up his fucking just straight laced fucking goober he's a goober chuck norris is a goober man and look i'm not trying to take anything away from his badass and like but he's a fucking goob. I'd rather hang out with Steven Seagal, and Steven Seagal is abhorrent. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and you know, like, and that's what, going back to the coolest White House, Chuck Norris's party, it's just punches. Right. Oh, yeah. No, nothing, no. You can have an O'Doul. 
but only uh, half of one. And Heineken zeros. And just uh, you help him work on his yard. That's it's it, Casey. A party. Leather is the gasoline of the 17th century, and Chuck Norris is the non-alcoholic of beers. <laughs> He's Chuck the Norris's N.A. <laughs> Not acceptable at parties. Amazing. I think it's six to four, Case, because you got right. you got uh, two yep, out I of got that one. Four. Right. Oh, Here I got go. I got Chuck Norris out of that you one. You did didn't get I? Chuck Norris. So oh, so it's seven to four. I need a crusher here. Baldwin, don't fail me now. Come on, baby. Ooh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! This one's a good one. Remember, sex is like a Chinese dinner. It ain't over till you both get your cookie. All right, all right. So that's an interesting one. She's uh-huh. fucking with us. I got it, Casey. That's Alec Baldwin, but it's from a movie. She thinks she's being coy. It's from the movie Outside Providence, and I don't know his name, but he's sitting at a table. I'm going to say his name is, uh, uh, it's an old-timey name, Uh, Gary. (laughs) Gary Marshall. <laughs> the famed comedy director. This is a this was a this was a twister. Yeah, I'm ninety nine point nine. And if it's identical to some Kurt Russell Chuck Norris thing, I'm blown away by the uh, Venn diagram of this quiz. Yeah, I may have to choose. I think you're. <sighs> oh, I'm right. I don't, but I don't I'm know right. what it is from. I'm right. All right, I'll go A B as well. Take the mo- take the name. I don't take even the, know movie, the movie. Try and guess the name. It's outside Providence. It was made by um, the Farrelly brothers. It was kind oh of their. Oh my god, att- you're right. He's the drunk dad because yeah. it's about them. It's that mm-hmm. autobiographical one about them being yes, stoner yes. kids at a private school, and their dad's like doesn't get like their. Uh, He's like a hard-working oh my God, I can't re- that's, you're totally New England right. guy, and they're like because I was you know, super jacked for it after all they had all the hits. It had a couple moments. One moment where they found like the kid's bong, and he's like, "Oh, you found my horn for band practice." <laughs> and then uh, he's sitting there, and uh, George Went is his buddy. They're playing cards. He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah. why don't you play that for he's us?" Dude. And he plays his bong like a. Like a saxophone or something. It's just a, it's a funny Pat. name. Oh, Patrick. good name. That's uh, good. Let's go Farley then. Patrick Pat. Farley. Fuck, that's good too. All right. All right, let's hear right, it. We'll see. Did I steer us wrong? You did not. Alec Baldwin, and it just says IMDb personal quote. No, no, no. You're right though. No, You're totally no. right. That is... The movie, you're told. I it's it's in the trailer. It's in the trailer. It's the biggest laugh line of the whole thing, and they killed it in the that's trailer. The, it builds to the crescendo of that. She well, got quiz mastered. Point. Let's get. Uh, we give each get two points. We each get two points, so it's a nine to six. I don't know the guy's right. name, but if it's Farrelly, who knows? Could be. Well, I may have to uh, take this to the. Ma- Take, well, you better take it to the Supreme file. Court. Got to file this with the courts. Put All her right, into the hospital bed next to 
uh, <laughs> what the dude's name that has germs? Clarence Thomas oh. is in the hospital with an in, like an a, a infection. Oh no, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'll be fun to have two seats open. Great. <laughs> I think he has fucking COVID, and they're not saying it because they're like yeah. he's got you know like flu-like symptoms. I don't know why they, they can't say COVID, only, except for the fact that he's, you know, the oldest justice right now. Oh, my God, he is, isn't he? Oh, yeah, he's been around for fucking ever. He's a bastard. Anyways, so is his wife. Who isn't? <laughs> we'll go Did on he put tear. The, his pubic hair on a Coke? Is that him? <laughs> sounds right. Oh, my God, that sounds right. Right? I love that. Some weird 90s thing that's just in the back of my brain. Like, it was either him, it. Russell... Wilson, or, I think not Russell like, Wilson. <laughs> Russell Wilson. <laughs> That's why he got traded. Oh, he, he put pubic hairs on his coach's <laughs> Every, everybody's chair. Uh, I got hey, I, I got you guys all icy cold coke. <laughs> I don't trust him. He's never brought us anything in his life. Now he's given us all a nice icy cold can of coke. That's a that's a real comeuppance. <laughs> I got him just before I right, right hit the last picked- train to Denverville. <laughs> right, exactly. Backed his gear and was like, oh, wait, just one more thing, guys. I Victory forgot Cokes. I brought you all drinks. Oh, man, that's funny. Classic prank. It's like right. Baker Mayfield. Speaking of classic prank, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I want your opinion, I'll beat it out of you. Okay. Ooh, I'm uh, gonna say I'm going Buck. I'm going Bucky Moore on this one. Uh huh. Sounds like it. I could see Russell doing the line. He does turn shit to gold, but I feel like he would be like, "Give me a little more." He'd be like, "Give me some zest." It's cliched. Yeah, it's cliched, which makes sense with Buck Morris. Then Buck Morris. All right, what Morris. movie? What name? Jesus Christ! I'm trying to think of all his movies. I already did a. We already had a missing in action. I guess Delta Force, and that was not the one. Mm-mm. What's that other one? Invasion USA? Is that him? That sound, yeah, that sounds sound right. right. I think I saw that on Encore. I'm going to say that. It's also Breaker USA. Breaker. Trucker movie. Trucker Kung Fu movie. Oh, yeah. Shit. I don't know if she'd pull that one. That's a weird pull. That's the That's only one without one. a mustache. That's a wild pull for you. That's the only movie he's had without a mustache, and he looks like Christy Brinkley. <laughs> he's beautiful no 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 but his he upper is lip in is nine inches long return of the dragon bruce oh, Lee's yeah last movie. yeah because bruce lee rips his chest hair out i love that scene he puts it on coke he does look like a monster with no with no mustache he puts it on don't a coke they fight for in the coliseum yeah it's bad at, it's a really cool fight scene really cool fight scene how did chuck yeah, norris get that gig because he's a fucking hollywood a- dancer you know what i mean <laughs> He just tapped his way into it. He did. He told uh, old Brucey Lee what he wanted to hear. He was on the back line for Chicago, and they're like, <laughs> look at that hairy guy. Get his ass to the Coliseum. I don't know. He, or he hates him. He's like, I'm going to fucking write in and rip out his chest hair and <laughs> blow it in his fucking throat. <laughs> Love it. At least Bruce Lee didn't even offer me a Coke. <laughs> he could have you, you could have right offered me a coke before you fucked me, Bruce. <laughs> Cheap date. Oh no, that's what that's what killed Bruce Lee. Cokes. The Norris. 
too many cokes. Norris wrestled him with the coke. Oh. <laughs> Choke got around Short- his uvula. Short and Curly's got caught in the old throat. But maybe he's just so healthy it was just a coke. It's like he just putting, had a coke. It's just like putting diesel into a, a regular a vehicle. Baby. Turn it just <laughs> fucking explodes his heart. Okay. Uh, so I said Norris. Yeah. I'll say, yeah, I'm going to go Invasion USA. Fair enough. His name in there is like fucking Mac Donovan. Oh, it's a good name. Too Irish, though, he's for got him. Cut off. Oh, yeah. Too spicy. He wouldn't, for him. No, yeah. Too <laughs> spicy. Yeah, he is the guy uh, who'd be like, I just can't stand Italians. Irish. And you're like, fuck, hey, it's 1992. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, what are what are you, Chuck Norris? I'm I I'm flag, part flag. <laughs> Me am flag. Me am flag. Okay. He just sucks right. to short out flags, and I'm part flags, quarter rocks, and a quarter Dutch. <laughs> Dutch, get him. I think it was Alec Baldwin to his daughter. You going, Alec Baldwin? Oh wait, let me think about it to the daughter beat it out i think it was alec baldwin but not to his daughter his ex-wife perhaps yeah just not to his daughter all right well here we go when i want your opinion i will beat it out of you chuck norris ah uh, code of silence mm. eddie cusack <laughs> eastern european <laughs> eddie cusack what a beautiful name know, right? wow Oh, some some days are better than others. What a beautiful <laughs> Here name. we are. Holy How did we shit. Maybe he is not the NA. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, right. No. He's got a little of that. Let's the screenwriter for that also, you know, wrote Debbie Does Dallas or something. Somebody <laughs> creative is behind that team. Eddie Cusack. <laughs> yeah, that's the same name of the that's the same name of the quarterback in, you know. Deep Throat Nine. Go deep. <laughs> Go deep. It's <laughs> oh, a good sequel. God. That's not they bad. They like 70s football movies. So you put Go me in a deep. room... Give me a give me a Walmart caffeine packet <laughs> in my water and let me I'm go. Just imagining. Go deep. You just throw that bomb. Die for that catch. And then... <laughs> Just to get old, <laughs> old Hardy right in the mouth, right through no, the I was the thinking, face mask. you got the quarterback, hut, hut, center, throws back just a big old rubbery dildo, and he <laughs> goes back and he throws it, and then just Hardy like, runs, drops trow, and just that loose javelin a la Revenge of the Nerds is just flopping yeah. through the air, catches no, it in his see, butt cheeks like a the, hot dog. Got the helmet. That mesh jersey, the pads, oh, you see him of digging it out, and then you you let him run, because you hold hard on the screen, you let him run, and you see he's he's bucked from the waist down. Oh, yeah. And then he stops and catches it between the old cheeks. <laughs> I love how- Touchdown! I love how a sequel, a deep sequel, no pun intended, <laughs> to Deep Throat, which has its fans, and Deep Throat had its real fans that went to the oh, theater- yeah. In our world, became gay porn. So I love to see the guys who showed him. They're like, (laughs) "The purest a sequel to this gay porn." (laughs) I don't know. New screenwriters. They thought it was funny. (laughs) How insensitive! All right, you 
got the, you were coming crawling back. I got one. I got Eddie Sukat Sukats. <laughs> Eddie, uh, Eddie Eddie Cusacks. Nine to seven. Which is right. Eddie Eddie Sukats is the pitcher in um Eight Men Out played by Good Night and Good Luck, which is a movie starring John Cusack. Oh hey, yeah. Six degrees of Eddie Cusacks. <laughs> even though his name was Eddie Sukat. <laughs> he didn't have a, a station in life, so I don't he, I don't think he was a colonel or a captain, but Oh, just Eddie Cusack. Do you think he, he was a rem- that rem- of every part? They should I be a, a soldier. Rank. You're just a guy. Did he was well, he you call me Mr. Eddie Cusacks? Just, uh, do you think he was he in Universal Soldiers too? <laughs> Is he just uh, the guy on a horse? He's like, that's eh, kind of like a robot. He had a part in like the third Expendables, oh, I and they totally movies. loaded his ass up because they're in like Belarus. So if yeah. for anyone who hasn't seen Expendables, it's literally every action star from the eighties and nineties, which should be a dream, movie. but they fucking just lost. It's just dweebishness. It's yeah, just it could be good. It's not good. Don't so parody yourself. Up- they're fucking and badass they're, action stars. Sorry to interrupt. They're in the shelled out, like, Eastern European hellhole of a town. And they're like, we're uh, we're stranded. What are we going to do? And Stallone's like, well, don't have to worry. Because the wolf is out there. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, hunkered <gasps> in an abandoned so building. And there's bullets everywhere. Yeah. And then, all of a sudden, all of these evil drug dealer warlords. All Start get getting shot. Obliterated. It's Chuck and Norris with a slingshot. They like peek out over the you know the rubble, and <laughs> Chuck Norris literally just walks down Main Street in a baseball cap and a fishing vest. Like <sighs> he literally is on his way to the fucking lake, and they're like Wolf, and he's like, you know, I'll see you later. I am flag. I am flag. <laughs> it's just so dumb. It's so flags dumb. out there. <laughs> oh, that's you know something gross. dumb like clean up the mess. You know. Thanks for ordering. Like, some dumb shit. It's like, it's not him. They should make a movie that's more akin to, like, um, uh, Sicario. But then fucking fill it yes. with action stars. Not that oh, Benicio shit. Del Toro's not... But fucking use them. Use them. Do it real. Give it lazy. It's just it. fucking lazy. You can have your little moments, but... Fucking, in the second Expendables, the big thing was they got Van Damme, but he's not on the team. He's the villain, You're and right. his name is Derek Valane. <laughs> yeah. His last name is Villain. Oh, I didn't even put it together. I was like, oh, it's just close to Van Damme. So, Villain. Yeah, there you go. And I want all those guys in Deep Throat 9 going deep. Yeah. Oh, if you're not yeah. going to play Catching it serious, those... we're going to make you play it serious. Catching those grenades with their fucking loose nutsacks because they're so old, it's like a fishing net. So just bouncing it off like a trampoline. It's like a petting zoo out there with those swinging goat nuts. I like. I want to see. Like, I don't know the Expendables well, but like, does anybody get like caught and then the other guys want revenge? Like, does um, uh, yeah, uh, Dolph Lundgren a... get like caught and like get a fucking blast through the brain? You know what I mean? Like, does anybody get like uh, fucked they up? Do it twice. I think they torture Mickey Rourke. Oh, that makes sense. In one. And then, of course, it's like Liam Hemsworth is oh. the young buck who gets, like, tortured by a Russian. 
He's the Christian so like, Leitner of the Expendables. Know, Holy right? shit. Like, as soon as you so see many him, better like, people. You're the lesser of the two Hemsworths. This guy is gone. Yeah, he's fucking dead. They might as well have put in Steve Buscemi. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. It's so you get obvious. a little more entertainment out of it. That would have been good. I want to make like an Expendables of just of like I want Danny DeVito, Steve Buscemi, yeah. Michael Keaton. Um, I was gonna say Tori Amos. I don't know why. I guess because I was stretching. Give me Tori oh, Amos man. soundtrack just because I said it. You said Keaton and Ash was watching the SAG Awards as she was making the quiz. Uh huh. And she, so she was just, I was doing other things and it's a Screen Actors Guild Awards. Yep. No, I know. I'm trying um, to think so of what was, Keaton was in. So Keaton was in Dope Sick? Yeah, that's right. Okay. And she's like, you got to see this. This is hilarious. So uh, Selma Hayek's up there and it's for uh, Best Actor in a Drama Limited Miniseries. Mm hmm. So she goes, and the winner is Michael Keaton. Scan the room, not there. Oh. Salma Hayek's is like, I'm getting stage fright. And then all of a sudden you see <laughs> Keaton come hustling in from the back. Was he at the bar? Uh, he, oh, he was, boy, howdy was he at the bar. Oh, amazing. But he, so he, like, and he gives a good speech, but it's kind of rambly. And I was like, oh, I got to tell Hans to watch this because it's going to give you a fucking panic attack oh, no. he has the oh no drop no. his mouth <sighs> you just hear him oh i can't it's like he, ate, he just ate glue and i was like i know Hans hates that the most in the world and i was like if if it has to happen to keaton but i think he was doing shots with javier bardem because oh, he makes a good sure. joke about like men's room but you know it's full oh and then just... you're like my my dude was fucking crushing some good for him with Buchanan in the lobby, but he just has the smackiest mouth, and I was like, ooh. I heard him in an interview once talk about like one of the earliest books he can remember reading is that's called the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous because his old man was a alcoholic, which is He's very so and he lived in Pittsburgh, so it's like. That is a grim scene right there. That is the start of uh, your Expendables movie. Just a little kid as his dad just goes off drunk and he's reading. uh, He's reading a manual that his dad won't read. Holy shit. That is just. (laughs) That's tight. Um, Anyways, obviously you can go on and on about how amazing. This kid is in Expendables. Oh, yeah. uh, the dog from Frasier. Yeah, it's all oh, good. What you're just describing is we just need to do a soft, a sequel sequel boot of Dream Team and just make it twice the size. So you get Keaton back. You get Christopher Lloyd back. I don't think the flounder from Animal House is alive anymore. We He's not. We the, are the telepathic, from- Casey, because if anybody wants to watch it, we couldn't finish it. Speaking of. Uh, anxiety. There's a documentary, eh? Not the well, most well done. It's early docs mm-hmm. before like docs are so produced now. But yeah. it takes place in a Canadian psych ward for violent offenders, Ooh. like that get charged. Already? That are they have a term for it in Canada, but you're too unwell to uh-huh. be to, like, accountable for your term. crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just, they're just talking to these Canadian so like R.P. McMurphy. Yes, technically, what he technically he's like, I'm too crazy to go to jail. But yeah, but they're Canadian, and then 
but they're <laughs> a lot of violent. And I was just like, Meg, this is like the dream team, but like the real dream team. Cause the people they're interviewing are the, um, what are they called? Wards or the, you know, the nurses yeah. and everything and the yeah. pages or whatever. And they're like laughing and having a hooting tooting Canadian time. And then you cut to actual footage and this fucking guy who killed his mom, you know, has an episode and he's beating the shit out of one of these guys. And they cut yeah. back to him. And he's like, you know, some days I just don't know if I want to come into work or not. I'm just like, why do you have that job? It's so, but it, <laughs> it was making so nice. me, it was making I me don't think, yeah, intense. That stuff is, it's and tough. for those of you who don't know what Dream Team is, an oh, amazing comedy. It's not this, yeah. From the 90s, starring so Michael Keaton, doing his best, and I love that I referenced R.P. McMurphy. It is, yeah. Doing his best, sort of Jack Nicholson adjacent cuckoo's nest because it's basically a funny version of um, one foot of the cuckoo's nest chris lloyd who was in both christopher lloyd is in it um what's it peter peter uh, uh starts with a b who yeah boyle peter boyle peter boyle peter oh, he's boyle. So great they're, they're all and then the, the actor that played flounder in animal house so mm-hmm. they're all crazy they all have their own idiosyncrasies keaton's the loose cannon can't yep. control his thing peter boyle's a nudist who thinks he's jesus he thinks he's, he's a like jesus Socrates complex or something yeah jesus, he, he, jesus christopher lloyd is just the super um what they thought agoraphobic but no 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 it's what they Asperger's. thought um what they thought uh what is it called when everything has to, oh, oh, oh ocd ocd because everything has got it he's got to pick up all the garbage and then flounder and then <laughs> I hate to he, see flounders just... he's so traumatized he doesn't speak yeah, I was going to say dresses like a Flounder's child. actually very sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're all... You know, I'm not trying to diminish. Uh, but so anyways, anyways the kindly <laughs> psychologist that runs their, their meeting yeah. is like, you know what you boys need? You need a break from this place. I'm going to take you into the city. Let's go see the Cubs. Yankees game. So, it's New York. You're going to go see the Yankees, Yankees game. I thought it was yep. Cubs. It's the Yankees. Nope, it's the Yankees. Okay. So they go, and of course, kindly doctor... Classic Rube. Classic. Doesn't want to pay for parking. So he just wants to do street parking in the Bronx in nope. the early nineties. Nope. Flounder that? has to pee. Oh, he's got a So pee. they can't get they can't use the bathroom in the uh gas station in the Bronx. So Flounder has to go into the alley Abandoned. to pee, but he has to take him because he's so severely mentally ill. And Flounder can't pee because He's watching him, the doctor. So he's like, all right, I'll turn around. And then when he turns around, he gets beat over the head by two dirty cops. And by the time Flander turns, Flounder turns around, he's gone. Yeah, they're shaking down. They kill a drug dealer. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. just like, wait, what? And they crush his skull. He goes into a coma. <laughs> and so that's the rest of the movie is these yeah. four quote unquote crazy people. Trying to figure it out. New York City. Trying to find reconnect with family, trying to get back to the hospital, but also trying to be like solve the assault of the doctor. Hey, you know who Keaton's girlfriend is? Lorraine Bracco. No way. Yeah. Amazing. Well, that's mm-hmm. a with short hair. Team up. Yeah. That I would have just remember thought. that. She's like, "When are you gonna get out of here?" He was in there for. I've seen it. Uh, it was one of my VHSs, as we can all tell. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, he was in, he was in, uh, he's delusional, Michael Keaton's character. So he thought he was in a hockey game that he was just watching. So he went out onto the ice for a bad call and beat up a hockey ref. So he's supposed to get out in like a month, but you know, he can't control his temper. 
Chris Lloyd, he's not even committed. He's just in there because like something weird happened in his life and he committed himself. Um, right, to get out of responsibility or something. Like he just like too much work. Yeah. And then yeah, like Flounder got molested at a baseball game or something. <laughs> yeah, just, it it goes from funny to understandable to like, oh, this is really dark. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Flounder. Yeah. Good flick. Recommend it. Put it on your list. All right. We are ready? nine to seven. Nine, nine to seven. seven is what I got. And now we're on lucky number seven question. Okay. So there are ten total, so we're coming right. down the home stretch. All right. Here we go. And I forgot to mention we started their equal number of Norris. Oh, that would. They're not? Okay. You changed it. Okay. Never mind. Disregard that. Oh, there yeah, were 15 There couldn't possibly before, be. So oh, I got it. Nice. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. So here's the quote number seven. I'd wish you good luck, but you wouldn't know what to do with it if you got it. I'd wish you good luck, but you wouldn't know what to do with it if you got it. What was the last one? The last one was when I want your Eddie opinion, Cusack? I'll beat it out of you. That Eddie was Cusack? Eddie Cusack. Okay. Um, Doctor Eddie Cusack. This one, if I want, no, that was that one. What's this that one? Was, I'd wish you good luck, but you wouldn't know what to do with it if you got it. Sounds like it would be something somebody would Goldie Hawn would say to Kurt Russell. Yeah. Alec Baldwin, daughter. Yeah, Alec Baldwin to his daughter. Yeah. I, that's all I can think of, because it's like a threat, but it's not a threat. Mm-hmm. I can't see Chuck Norris kicking somebody after saying that. I it, it To me, it'd be something Tango would say to Cash. Right. And they yeah. have a break. You're totally right. It's something that someone says to a Kurt Russell character. Yeah, that's what I hear, too. Because he's just a hard luck hero. All right, I, I'm going to go Alec Baldwin as well, and I'm going to say, seems like something shitty you'd say to your daughter if you were really drunk. The last time, he was going to throw a brick at her, so this one's l- so, yeah. light. This, this is pretty tame, yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, again, uh, I'd wish you good luck, but you wouldn't know what to do with it if you got it. Who said that? Who said that? Alec Baldwin to his daughter! Boom! We stay, we stay. All was right. It, is that an extra one point with daughter, right? Yep, so it's so. three. We got eleven and nine. We're still down. Oh no, it's not three. It'd be two, right? It, it's three points. Yeah. You get two extra points with the daughter. Nope, you're right. Yep, you're right. Yep, yep. We'll, we'll keep it eleven and nine. We'll go single points on everything. Otherwise, we'll. All right, here we go. Number eight. Home stretching. Home stretching. We got it. Blast. We got it, baby. All right, here we go. Give my regards to King Tut, asshole. <sighs> that Ooh. is a that's a closing line. Oh, I it, all right. Let me tell you my logic here. It's Chuck Norris because it's racist oh. because he's yeah. playing a soldier yeah, yeah. and he's fighting in the Middle East, right? <laughs> oh, you're right. So yes. he's, totally he's like not even in, in Egypt. Yeah, he's not even in Egypt. This is in Lebanese guy. This is in one of the Delta forces. Was there only this one is Delta totally force? This force. This is Delta I think there Force. Were three. And it, yeah, okay. So it's in the Delta Force realm and his name is Both going Buck. Caleb Jackson. I'm with you at the Delta. Did you pick a number? Do you care? Uh I'll go Delta Force two. And you said Caleb wow, what's his, what's his rank? 
Oh, he's corporal. He's is that ro- a good rank? <laughs> I don't know. If gunnery, corporal. gunnery sergeant. Maybe he's he's not a general. That's for sure. I'm going sarge. major. Oh, Ooh, sergeant. Yeah, hey, sarge. I'm going sarge. You don't talk to your sergeant, sergeant that way. Oh, he needs a. I, all I can think of is Cusack. Yeah, maybe maybe he's, you know, Gene Cusack. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely has played a Gene before. That's for sure. I'm going Scott. Oh, oh that's good. That, that's that's a very good. Bland. What's a good soldier name? Like, like now Scott, I'm going Scott Cotton. Conway. I'm going Conway. Oh, that's not bad. Sergeant Scott Conway. And Delta I got Force. Major Caleb Jackson. Give my regards to Keith totally as he fucking kicks a grenade onto a very right. stereotypical. Right. We know ah! what we're saying here. <laughs> exactly. It's awful. Like, some guy that looks oh. just like Muammar Gaddafi. It be- yeah. To. That's it. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Give my regards to King Tut, asshole. Oh no! It's we Russell. We talked ourselves out of it. Fuck! It's Kurt Russell and Stargate. Oh. Jack O'Neill, duh. Damn Shit. it. All right. Well, we're still. Ooh. That sounded Norris to me. I forgot about Stargate. I did Completely. too. Completely. You know who I was picturing in Stargate? In I was picturing uh, MacGyver. Oh, sure. Of course. From the TV show. Yeah, That's yeah. all I can. I, Richard TV Anderson? show imagery trumps the movie for me. Yeah. Because Stargate. How could I? That's like in the trailer. Did you ever Foolish. see the McGruver show, by the way? Did no. You ever, I haven't seen it I either. Seen I haven't seen the show. I I've seen the movie. I, I thought the movie was really funny. I just, I just didn't know if uh, there was a recommendation on your end. Is like, I haven't Apple seen TV it. Apple TV or something? Yeah, I think so. I don't have Apple. So I had it, but I, uh, it was only free for a year. And I, I don't know. We got Peacock got for enough. the Super Bowl. I think keep I Peacock because it. it has... I think Peacock is where you get some a lot of wrestling. It has the WWF. Yeah. But they took, like, they changed the, we were watching Yellowstone, mm-hmm. and then they just dropped, they just, it all of a sudden was in Spanish, and we couldn't fix it. Okay. Like, so half of the stuff we'd watched, there, and there was no interface to, like, change it. That's bizarre. So it was just like, forget it. I'm not paying for this. I'm not paying for this. <laughs> I don't too- care about the reboot of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I'm a very, I do like... The aspect, uh, it's like a loophole the wrong man found out about. I'm like, ah, oh, you're Casey talking a lot about uh, Hulu stuff. Well, I guess I'm going to have Hulu for a month. I'm going to cancel that shit. Just get fucking caught up. So Meg and I, all right, we're Huluing it this month. Because it doesn't cost, it's not like a joiner's fee or whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you, you join it, and literally the next day Start you cancel it, and they address. just cash it for, no, they, yeah. don't, they don't charge you again to open. You can just reopen your account. And then you cancel it in two days, and you still pay for that month, but you Crusher. have a month, and then you don't yeah. forget to cancel it. You heard it here first, folks. Here, here, Netflix, here fucking everybody, Prime, Netflix, everybody's up in their prices. It's all sure. gas. It's all like Netflix is like, we need to keep giving you the quality content. It's like, you guys are making so much fucking dough exponentially. F- floating that new fee for the, your login. Oh yeah, you can have extra login, but it's I heard like about two it. bucks, right? Because they're trying to clamp down on sharing passcodes, yeah. right? You know what that's going to do for them? Because they don't know how cheap people are; they don't have faith in cheapness. Because all that's going to do is, for example, my parents are going to. Oh, I guess we're watching VHSs again. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> it's all going to fuck. They use it because yeah. it's there, but they're from a generation that's like, I don't need it. I'll sure. go for a bike ride. You know yeah. what I mean? We had five stations for a while, and then now there's four. So I just deal with not having a station anymore. And Encore is still 99 cents. <laughs> still lost. That's where we're going to catch the... Catch some of these Norris movies. Yeah, right, I gotta tell you, number nine. Well, let's get number nine. Quick recommendation out there: mm-hmm. download the Tubi app. Yeah, it's really no good. Way. It's really you gotta watch an ad, but no more than if you're, you know, not paying the premium and other things. They have a really good, and I'm sure they're like I don't know what they're doing that's evil to you. It's something, but yeah. I gotta tell you, anything I've wanted to watch, if I haven't been able to find it somewhere other than Northern Exposure, which is in the Disney vault, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, they've had it. Anyways, we're on number nine, baby. We've got number an nine. even we score. Go. We've stayed even, Stephen. Eleven I need to nine. get two points on you to tie this sucker. That's right. Otherwise, you're gonna leave me in the dust. Here we go, number nine. Some days you're the kid with the stick. Some days you're the pinata. Okay. Well, that's got a little zhuzh to it. Oh, we just it does. Had it's got a little wrestling. sass. I know. I haven't been pulling them, Ashley mixed oh, them, but I've been pulling oh, them at random. Oh, oh, now I can picture it. You got a, you got a bullied Jonathan Brandis. Okay. <gasps> you might be. Chuck this, Norris. This, I think this is Buck sidekicks. Morris, sidekicks. Uh, and he's playing himself, as we kind of discussed. I think it's him. But this is a sidekicks pep talk. Sometimes you're... Got the stick. Sometimes yeah. you got the pinata. I'm going Come on, Brandis, get out of that shell. Join me in Open Vietnam. Up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the fuck the premise of that movie is. There's another weird movie that I, Sidekicks always reminded me because this was one on one of the Deep Bench tapes. Uh huh. It was a movie with Dabney Coleman. Okay. I think it was called Cloak and Dagger. I mean, that's it was definitely like this a movie little name. kid. Who has this little like G.I. Joe action figure. And I don't know if it's like Dream Team-ish. He like witnesses a murder. Okay. Or like Soviet spies. But Dabney Coleman then becomes his. Hero. Real life version of his G.I. Joe. Oh, interesting. And they like run around 80s New York. It sounds like a movie that Soviet spies. a, A few kids have on the middle of their three movie VHS tapes. Like, if you fall asleep and wake up and it's on, you're like, the the action figure looks cool. Did Chuck Norris make a movie with a dog? Oh, my God. Is it canine? Or is it top? Is canine with the lame Belushi? Belushi. Belushi's either canine. There was a canine, too. That's Belushi. I think top dog is Chuck Norris with a dog. I think you're right. Yep. And it's like a a goober. It's a shaggy dog. Goober. He's a fucking goober. And why... Isn't Just there a movie a where Steven Seagal's paired up with a Norris? I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I was going to say Steven Dressed Seagal and like a leopard. With like iguana? Yes, exactly. Like a snake. He uses like a rope. <laughs> Just I'm crams going... a cue ball in it. And... <laughs> yeah, just eat the, eat the, the snake eat eats it. the cue ball. That's pretty so funny, actually. So then he can beat up some uh, Brooklyn mobsters. All right, I'm going with you. I'm going Chuck Norris. I, I sidekick sounds mm-hmm. good. Performance character. Chuck I'm going Norris. Colonel. Oh, you're no master, something on. master Chuck Norris. Well, yeah, because he's an actor. He's a sensei. 
Oh, yeah, he's actually a train. I, yeah, I'm going to say champion Chuck Norris. Champion, champion Chuck. <laughs> I hope it's champion call Chuck. me champion. <laughs> champion Chuck is what they call me. All right. Some days you're the kid with the stick, and some days you're the pinata. Alec Baldwin. What the fuck does that mean? To his daughter or not? It just says IMDb quotes. Oh, that's from another Baldwin movie, probably. What a jerk. That was weak. Said it to his lovely ex-wife. What a dick. Sometimes you, All right. it's probably a sex dumb, dumbass thing. To... <laughs> All right, this is the last one. I need two points on you. You got this two points. Game over. All right. All right, here's the last one. My kind of trouble doesn't take vacations. Well, instantly I want to go to My kind Big of trouble, trouble in Little China. doesn't take vacations. Trouble. It's, not, c- it's not Baldwin, for sure. No. Doesn't seem. Um, He's a weirdo. It's just. They gotta go, Buck. Go, Buck Morris. They gotta go, Champion Chuck. Ah, Christ! What movie will this be? Still haven't hit an Invasion USA. I'm going Invasion USA. Because I feel like that movie. He was in Florida on a trip when the Cubans showed up. Mm -hmm. So even though he's on vacation, got it. What's the rank? What kind of rank are you going to be? I will go detective. Oh, nice. Uh, Ulysses Rig. No, it's not bad. It's a good name. I call him Ewell. But I think oh, I, uh, I'm i taking you to the cleaners with this quiz, Casey, are, because probably. that is Kurt Russell oh, yeah. from the titular Captain Ron yes, as Captain yes, Ron. Yes. It's the name of the quiz, baby. go for a stretch. Come on, squab. Yep. Let's see. Nope. <laughs> Son of a bitch. What Chuck is it? Chuck Norris, Lone Wolf McQuaid, J.J. McQuaid. Lone Wolf McQuaid. Did you I get? I only got one point one on point. it. One point. 11 by one. To 10. Oh, I was sure. My kind of trouble don't take vacation. As soon as you said it, I was like, I know he says that in that <laughs> movie. Oh, uh, well, Captain. Unless nice he was quiz, Ash. Chuck Norris. Hansi said, nice quiz, love. Mm-hmm. All right. No, it's from no, a movie. No. Yeah, it was from uh, Hansi knew the movie, so he. Act- if you didn't win, you would have won for that. Outside it's Providence. From a movie called Outside Brothers. Providence. Never heard of it, but also that was the giggle that I was just like, this is the funniest. <laughs> that is true. That would make sense. That would be hilarious if he said it. But Alec Baldwin is too, too much a of a jackass to have anything that's not vitriolic to say in real life. Same. Especially to loved ones. Maybe he's a good guy. I don't know. That's all just fucking Hollywood. Who knows what he's Accidentally like. Accidentally shot someone and then you blamed everybody but yourself. So oh, yeah. I... You can't sue me. You put a fucking ring of legalese behind him. He fucking killed a woman. And he's just... He really is like a fucking evil, slime, villainy character. I don't know what he is. So I don't want to... But his actions, he should have Harsh. greased back hair and be a Norris villain. Where he's yeah. like... I didn't kill a man. You can't sue me. And then he's you winking at Norris like, do? I didn't kill your wife. It was Tony Caruso, my partner. Sorry, bitch. You know, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Norris is like, I don't need a lawyer when I got these feet. And then he snap kicks him out the top of his skyscraper. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. He puts his fucking shotgun is, in his why mouth. Why does Alec Baldwin actually. Now I get like his good performances. Glengarry Glenn Ross. 
And then um, he's wonderful in that TV show. He's oh, wonderful right, the, in um, uh, Jack Darmody or whatever his name. Yeah, is. whatever. I mean, he is playing a, pretty much a heartless, soulless corporate. Clone. He's actually that guy, but real. Yeah, and if that guy I mean, was real. He would not yeah, care about he, anyone. He's cold, and the only reason he's affable is because um, ah, oh, fucking blanking. But what, what's Tina her name? Fey. Is a fantastic writer. Tina Fey is a wonderful yeah. writer, and he's great on SNL because SNL has good writers and. Alec Baldwin, for all he is, is a good actor. All right, that's that goes without saying. And you my know who's opinion. gonna star? I got it because they need to pay because they're fantastic actors. But both creeps. Mm-hmm. I'm going, going deep throat nine, going deep. <laughs> yeah, we got Alec Baldwin, mm-hmm. and then we got fucking Johnny what's Depp. his name from No No Not Johnny Depp. But I just no Kevin. Uh, Kevin Nealon? Kevin Spacey. Oh, Kevin Spacey. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Nealon's the announcer. He's the coach, yeah. Oh, and he's going deep. Kevin Nealon and uh, Rob Schneider are the announcers. But pantsless, Spacey, yeah. Baldwin, one football field, one dill, all the glory. All <laughs> and the Kevin glory. makes some Spacey in his cheekies. <laughs> oh, Spacey would kill him. Oh, are you kidding Spacey's me? Spacey's a snake. He'd choke him with those whiskey-soaked shoelaces. <laughs> one for me, one for you. <laughs> you! Uh, chest hair, rip! And then he starts kissing his neck and as he's he choking him out. Throws a full Coke can at Kevin Nealon. <laughs> Cut! <laughs> Coke can's full of pubic hair. Ooh, this is heavy! <laughs> yeah, it's also got wine in it. Because <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Spacey shaves his pube. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's how he, it's like a scalp. But he takes the pubes. Oh, is that a show? Meg was Meg is always watching. She this is I, I mentioned it to her yesterday, and it's fun because I I put Ruby in bed and we watch like something mindless on YouTube for like three minutes, then we read a book or yeah. vice versa, and then I come out and Meg is you know feeds Dell and lets yeah. Dell fall asleep, so she puts something mindless on because then we'll watch something together. We're watching together, yeah. and it's always like hoarders and we'll finish whatever episode she's on or it was tattoo redo or yesterday it was like motel redo they buy motels but then one day mikey day is hosting a show called cake it like is it cake or not and there's three judges and these cake bakers have to make a cake that looks just like something a boot and then from a distance these judges have to pick which one is cake and if they pick the cake that person loses right uh, sure. And I came out will it, Oh, I was going to say, like, it's just dumb. This is fucking SNL. Whose pubes are it? So, <laughs> whose pubes are it? So you no, come out, ramen. you just get, you know, you just get a waist down, sock over, or, you know, plug Did you over see the. That's a little hole with a tuffet. Just a tuffet. Uh, just like a, a tuff. Or no tuft. Or just <laughs> or a. No tuft, wink. I guess there's, you know skin color issues like <laughs> i think that's him I, or her or you know and i don't even mean like black or white like you're like well that's fucking who's who's creamy white like franklin pierce yeah. right uh, <laughs> marilyn manson because <laughs> you know marilyn manson is <laughs> bare as a baby's bottom he didn't even pull his pants up he came out from behind there so oh, quick yeah. i bet he just has like you know, those implant like spikes, those implant spikes. 
<laughs> just like a, yeah, the shoulders on an 80s punk. Like the punk ones on leather. the belt. Or not even spikes, those belt studs. Oh, Classic yeah, punk the, rock yeah, belt. Little, they had like a little pyramid, yeah. Yeah. Just stacked across. Say hi to King Kong for me, Bundy. Or what was it? Say hi to <laughs> Say- pyramids, whatever. I don't know. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> and on that, on say that. hi to King Kong, you Bundy. <laughs> yeah, all your you Bundys. There's nothing you can do about it. Hash mark, Marilyn Manson. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, wait! Jerk practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah! I didn't, we'll do it next time. Wasn't I supposed to read a Vietnam vet thing? Oh, oh uh, this will be a perfect cold tag. Just hit record oh, quick. I'm just going to read it to you. Oh, I, hit record. I hadn't hit it yet. I'm oh, you hadn't? Rolling. Oh, now we're, you really? We're hot, oh, we're going. perfect. All right, for all you assholes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. You've all heard this. I just got excited. <laughs> Since in honor of fucking war, once again, giving people PTSD and continuing the cycle of fucking insanity in the global society, here is a poem from the author born and raised in Kansas City, Missouri, Vernon, a Vietnam-era vet who has traveled, traveled extensively through Europe and the Americas. Um, his passions are writing, music, and theater. And this book is Night Writing. It cost me $5 in the subway in 2005. This poem is entitled, They All Sat in Silence. No, no, that's not the one. It's this one. Yeah, Fade. And right here, I'm going to cut in, because is where, as I listen to it, I basically go after, and it's not funny. Uh, Not that it's, like, not funny what I did, because I was like, oh, I'm being a piece of shit, because I'm just going after a homeless veteran where my point was, look at what wars, like, the one happened in Ukraine, like, look at what these conflicts do to people's minds, and, you know, they're devastating, there's PTSD, and there's homelessness, and I'm, like, listening, I'm like, fuck, I'm, like, going hard after this fucking, God. like, I'm, like, Look, there's a spelling error. No shit, Hans. There's a fucking spell. Like, so ultimately, where, like, I don't edit, but when I listen, I'm like, oh, that can be rectified. Most importantly, because I, I don't have any good bits. It's not funny. I'm just reading some guys. It is shitty, shitty art, but I don't need to be shitty to them. And so what did I say? Oh, most importantly, it's not funny. Second, I'm being a piece of shit. And in life, if you can rectify being a piece of shit before doing something, do it. But if you do do it, like if this were live and it went out and I listened to it, I go, oh, I'm going to come out and I'm not going to apologize because in my context, I had good meaning. But I would have been like, oh, what a turd I be. I'm a no, I'm a real Buck Morris. But I come in right here because then it does get funny. So love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Love myself. There's nothing I can do about it. Love this guy, whose name I bleeped. Nothing he can do about it. Uh, hey, man, you you got to right or wrong every now and again. I'm going to pat my back for y'all. Go to hell, dear child. Go to hell, I pray. Fade from all my memories, lest you learn to stay. Stay until tomorrow. Die on Judgment Day. Ooh. That took some fucking health wow, down at the end. Swerves in there. Went from nursery rhyme to... Judgment Die on Day. Judgment Day, pig. 
Nice. Holy shit. And then the next one is just a paragraph. It looks like about Martin Luther King Jr. We won't read that. There you go, <laughs> folks. It's the coldest of cold tags. Uh, that the, one. The cold of I'll war. See your ass on Judgment Day, fuckers. You. That Jack that was a Buck poem Morris. written by Eddie Busack or whatever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eddie Busack. It was a poem written with his fists. Yeah, written with a on a flag. Uh, I just yeah, punched this one on a flag with my fixed dipped in ink flag. and blood. <laughs> See you, Judgment Day. Yeah, that it's would be the fight, right? Though. You'd be like, yeah. that motherfucker punched my flag. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to burn it, comrade? Eh. Oh, yeah, some wise-ass communist rolls through his small town, punching flags, I taking think Ar- names. I think Arnold Schwarzenegger actually made that movie where he just defends a neighborhood. Anyways, he, de- he defends a town because drug dealers are driving through with a car with a jet engine in it. Yeah, yeah, that's Johnny right. Knoxville's in it because he wears silly hats. It's like Last Man Standing or something. It was his big comeback again. Right, Where's you the f- were the governor of the most populous, powerful state in the union, and then you make a Johnny Knoxville movie where you use an old Gatling gun. He's a piece of shit. Make me a Conan movie. Yeah, smoking cigars in your hot tub, you COVID elitist. <laughs> all right well we all right and there's nothing you can do about it fools no, not again uh, yet again march do it do to about judgment it. day all i say go to hell and smell my farts <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> i could sell that for five bucks 